0: to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. All
1: right. Hey. All right. I am so excited for this show because you hear um, that sometimes Pam goes solo sometimes she brings her media friends so today is one of those days where I'm bringing Bria J Brown my media friend and she is not only is she in the media but she has her own brand so that we will kind of split it into half right she does a little bit of both but let me just read you the official bio about (laughs) Bria J Brown she is a CBS 62 CW 50 digital producer shaping the stories of Detroit her passion for authentic storytelling has led her to find Bria Brown Enterprises, a portfolio of businesses, including lifestyle brand and TV show Bria Brown Live, and also EPKX, BBE, uh, I guess you say EPK by BBE, Mm -hmm. and electronic press kit service. So I want her to talk about that. And also BBE Gives Back Foundation and Bria Brown Merch. Bria also serves as the vice president of print. For the Detroit chapter of NABJ, which is the National Association of Black Journalists, which is how we really came to know each other and that sort of thing more and more through NABJ. And I, every week, I always say people should join NABJ, even if you're not a journalist. So, welcome, Bria. Thank, Thank you so much. So Thank you for having me. Oh, you know your brand, <laughs> Bria Brown Live. I just love what what that is. So explain. Bria Brown live and how that all came about.
2: Yeah. So um, it started out in college, to be completely honest with you. Um, I just wanted to pretty much create my own lane. And I knew in order to do that, I had to kind of stand out. Um, And at first it started as you know, forever be. That's what people knew me by was my Twitter name on uh, social media at the time around campus. Um, so then that evolved into Bria Brown Live, and that was just basically showcasing my life, my aspirations, my journey, all in a live you know, stance. Um, so yeah, that's how it started. And then that evolved into Bria Brown Enterprises, um, which is again, like you said, a portfolio of businesses where I produce electronic press kits for people. Um, I'm also in the process of starting to do uh, websites, website development, social media marketing, social media consulting, uh, strategy, all of that, because I see it every day. So why not help those and especially help you know our community do
1: that and give back to them as well. So yeah, that's how it started out. I love it. I love it. So just so that you know, Bria is very driven. She <laughs> is very passionate about a lot of things. She's passionate about Detroit. She's a Detroit storyteller. And one of the things about Bria, just letting, and let you tell a little bit about how driven you are because the communications field is very competitive. Not mm-hmm. everyone graduates from college and gets a job in media. I mean, sometimes it takes years. Sometimes people never really get in media. They just say, oh, you know, forget it. I'm just going to get a corporate job. Mm-hmm. But Bria, explain to them your journey into your first, I guess you say your first couple of media jobs and the the sacrifice that you made, really the sacrifice that you made in order to do, do those things.
2: Yeah, so I started uh, in college. I went to Oakland University. Go Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And um I started a, uh, well, Let's start all the way back. I'll give you a brief synopsis of that. One. <laughs> okay. Um, in high school, I was the first high school student to intern at WXYZ Channel Seven, and that kind of gave me my first uh, foot into the media world, into the news business, and all of that. And I was thrilled. I was excited. Like you said, I was driven. I was hungry. Um, every year after that in college, I decided to get an internship in my field. Um, so the first one was at the university. University Communication and Marketing at Oakland University. Um, there I dealt with a lot of things of uh, doing press releases, helping with the website development, um, as far as the copy editing for the website, um, and because of that internship, my old boss, I guess you could say, uh, recommended me for my internship at the American Heart Association under the, under the communications director. So there I was able to see kind of like the other side with PR and putting on events for the American Heart Association. That's when Twitter was kind of getting the buzz. So starting, you know, um, what do they even call them now, starting like chats on Twitter, like how we're having live, mm-hmm. yeah, Twitter chats and how we're having this live conversation. You would have a conversation with an expert in whatever field specifically for uh, stroke and heart health. Um, so th- I was really driven because I didn't stop. Um, and that led me to actually changing my entire senior year uh, at Oakland University to go uh, online full time, move to Lansing, uh, get an apartment up there. And yeah, get an apartment up there and do an internship at home TV. Um, People know how
1: much you were paid. I was not paid. Right. I was not paid. For um, I, was, I want people to understand that all yeah, interns in media typically you're not paid. No. Nonprofits typically maybe they might give you a stipend, but more or less, like, nah, not really, because they feel that what you're paying is really getting and gaining that experience. Absolutely. Writing press releases, copy. Learning how to use equipment. Um mm-hmm. okay, going to explain. No, no, that. no, you're fine. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: the internships now they do pay you, which is a good thing.
1: Um oh, good,
2: know, Yeah, most that I know of. Um, even the internship that we had at CBS, they paid the interns there. So yeah. that was a good thing. Um, but I was in school. Um, I ha- I had five classes, if I'm not mistaken, and I was working almost 40 hours a week. Uh, at the internship. So it was a lot of sacrifices that went into that. Um, But definitely because of the tribe that I have, I was able to make those sacrifices. So um, it was a lot, but it was definitely worth it. Um, And then right after that, I was able to get my first job, which was in print. Um, It wasn't the job that I wanted. I will be honest and say that. But it was the job that I needed because it provided me with the foundations and fundamentals of journalism. Um, So after that job, I was there for maybe two and a half years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And then I leaped out and just went for TV and um, I went for a Flint market, which is a big deal, especially when you haven't had any. as much broadcast background as I had. However, because I was going into digital, it was okay because that's kind of the next step after print. You know, if you work in print, you can honestly work in digital. Um, and if you work in broadcast, you can work in digital as well. So I got my job in uh, Flint at NBC 25 and Fox 66 as a digital pr- a digital content producer. Okay. Um, and then after that moved on to CBS Detroit and came back home.
1: Wow, so it's like a full circle. So That's just so that you know, she is still a a uh, a person that is relatively young. I guess you would say <laughs> thirty. I say under. I am I'm under thirty. Birthday
2: is but,
1: but she started in high school, right? She yes. worked in a major market, working at a major station, ABC affiliate. When she said WXYZ, she was working at ABC affiliate in high school. Mm-hmm. So she had the print, the journalism. She made the sacrifice. She was still interning when she did the other television internship. She was taking five classes and, and doing all of that, moving to Lansing, which from from where she was from Detroit is about two hours away. I mean, so when you want something, in your, no yes, you, you'll mm-hmm. make it happen. You'll make Absolutely. it happen. And so what drives Bria is really the passion to tell stories. So kind of tell us a little bit about the stories that you want to bring to the world or the stories that you like to reveal or stories that you have told that have made a difference.
2: Absolutely. Um, I think one in particular that has changed my life. Um, was a story that I did. I traveled to New York. It was one of my internships where I asked them if I could take their equipment with me to New York to do a documentary on the Youth Over Guns March. Um, mm-hmm. And this organization marched over the Brooklyn Bridge, basically discussing uh, guns and why you know it is not um, okay for the community just to be okay with guns and youth um, and how it's killing you know the youth. And it was. It was a life-changing experience only because there were a lot of mistakes that I made that on that trip. Um but I fully funded it myself. Um wow. I I bought my ticket, I paid for my own hotel. Wow. The only thing that was required of me was that, you know, I made it good enough for that for it to be aired on television. Okay. Um so this was an internship that I did at um the Orion Neighborhood Television. So they it kind of intertwined and mingled with um, home TV as well. I got both of those internships at the same time, but I decided <laughs> to go to Lansing first. Um, so then I came back home uh, afterward and did that internship. But that story really sparked me because I found out about it through um, AM Joy on MSNBC. To mm-hmm. hear those kids just be so passionate about gun violence and why it's not acceptable and why the youth really need to step up like this is our time. I felt compelled. I felt that I had to tell that story. Um, So I got in touch with them. I got interviews from the congressmen there. I got interviews from the organizers. It was it was great. It is still on my website now.
1: Yes, I saw Um, it on the homepage. Yep,
2: It's (laughs) It's still on the website now. that live? Is it? Uh, Yep. BriaBrownEnterprises.com.
1: Yes, brewbronnenterprises.com because it's down there. At the, I saw that down there at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that you said that you were that did the internship and in the Lansing area, but then also in Orion, mm-hmm. uh, the Lake yeah. Orion area, yeah. where you had to learn the equipment, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother thing. So, you've got this writing background, the journalism background, all these things, too. Mind you, you have to do under pressure, under deadline, under uh, little supervision. And uh, what do you do? You Google your way through. You just ask for people for help. I mean, it's just like, well, your equipment.
2: In that instance, um, I let, you know, people I let uh, the interviewers know, like, hey, can you carry my equipment while I'm interviewing you? Like you won't see it in the shot, but we can't walk across this stage and I'm carrying this backpack and the mic and the and the camera. You got to help me somehow. Um, Mm -hmm. So everyone there in New York, they were very sweet. Um, but like you said, like you have to know the equipment. And that was one of the things one of the major mistakes that I did make was I was moving so fast that I put the um the microphone into the wrong port in the camera. Ah, so you're right. So I did not have very good sound, Um, but it worked in some instances because you got the sound from the atmosphere so you could hear people protesting. And I was close enough to some of the uh, interviewers where I just put like closed caption on the bottom so that you could see what they were saying. So you got to improvise under pressure. Um, There was definitely a learning experience for sure.
1: Yes. Well, you had good B roll, and you can work with that. Mm-hmm. And that just reminds me of a time when I uh, got uh, certified um, through our cable company to to use their equipment and take their equipment out, like you did. And mm-hmm. so I was doing a workshop on social media, and yeah. I set it all up. And I said, all you guys have to do is just follow me with the camera, whatever. But just like you, mm-hmm. I do the right chord for the sound, so yep. the whole thing was shot. But it was just shot as B roll because all I had to voice over. Yes.
2: And that was the thing. I had to voice over certain certain things. And you know, audio makes or breaks a story. It really does. If you have really bad audio, there people are gonna cringe and you know it'll it'll distract them from what they're really looking, you know, the story that they're trying to hear. So yeah. That's
1: true. And I always tell people that that people will tolerate bad. Footage or video pictures, but Mm -hmm. they do not tolerate bad sounds. That is very true. You have to have the sound right because you can figure something else out. So, Mm -hmm. so those that are listening. So, we are live on LinkedIn, Bria, and we see a few people over here. We see Kimberly Porter. Dr. Kimberly Porter is there. She says hello. And then Mm -hmm. also, too, we see some people over at Periscope. We just want to say hello to them. But we are really talking about. How to really tell your story and how people can pitch you if you are a um, a, a speaker or an author. So, say, Dr. Uh, Kimberly Porter, she wants to tell her story to the media. What is the best way that or the tools that they need to have in order to pitch you to send mm-hmm. a story idea to you?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, you have to do your research. Um, so you must know that the station that I, worked at, I work at is. It's a different station. It's not your typical uh, ABC or your t- typical Fox or your typical NBC here in Detroit. So that means we are more community-based. We are more community-led. Um, so you have to understand what my beat is and know what we actually put out for our audience. So how will our audience, you know, what what information are they going to gain from you? Why, should, why is this story relevant? What is this going to do for the community? Um, If you're pitching me something that is happening in the state, other stations can cover that. And while that's great, I want to understand why you pitched it to me. Why did you want it at CBS? Because here, you know, these are our values. This is what we focus on. So like I said, you have to do your research. um, Make sure that what you are sending to me, I can actually use. Is it different? Um, Is it not the same typical story? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to sound rude when I say this, but some people can get very lazy and pitch you the same thing. Um, As far as like, if you are putting something on social media, are you going to put the same caption under Instagram? Are you going to put the same caption under Facebook, under Twitter? Those are all different media platforms and they all serve different purposes. So you should not put out the same caption that you're going to put you know for um your that picture your story yeah
1: so, so that that's one thing that i have personalized, personalized pitches and personalized mm-hmm. pitches are only going to be personalized what you said when Absolutely. you know the person when yes. you've done the research when you've yeah. followed them on twitter or looked at what stories they've written they you have a byline by all the content that you produce on your station so look mm-hmm. hit the little blue button look at all the stories you've written and see if that if what you want to pitch is very similar to the style of what her beat is.
2: Mm -hmm. Like you said,
1: like I have so many great relationships
2: with people because they've reached out. And if they reach out to my personal email, they will say, hey, um, I'm not sure if this is the correct email for CBS pitches, but can you provide me that if this is, here's the information. If it's not, like I said, provide me that information. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a learning experience for me as well, because I'm used to being at, a, like I said, a typical news station and our station is a little bit different. So I've kind of had to learn, you know,
1: as well, like the people that are pitching to me also. So. And speaking of being different as well. So COVID has made things different. So mm-hmm. talk about the time where you had to do the story. Well, basically you're like, you've got to do it alone. So Mm -hmm. typically sometimes you would have some people that will do certain things for you because you've got two man crew or three man crew, but it's now it's just you. So tell us about how, how that's been different. And uh, you told me about a story before that you had to do, had to do it solo, but you were like Mm -hmm. both sides. Oh, I know what it was. You set it up. You set the camera up in one way and you had to run and do this. And Mm
2: -hmm. yeah, Yeah, I mean, even for this job is different because I'm, Literally, I don't know if you all can see it, but I'm just behind two screens all day. Um, So what has come from that is more, more emails. So how it looks different in COVID is my attention span is running like this. So if you don't grab my attention super quick, I'm... I'm not going to catch it. You know what I mean? Like you have to make sure that in your subject line, That's you know, you're saying media, yes, you're saying like media inquiry, you know, community-based story, local, uh, local organization gives back to um, kids for holidays, you know, something like that. I'm literally thinking off of the top
1: of my head. Um, but, but-, but like you said, you're taking a, a nanosecond uh, scroll yeah. through your email and what's going to Make your attention first. And so, mm-hmm. just so that people know, in order to get out there, get known, you're pitching the media, do not make long pitches.
2: No, please not please. make
1: long pitches. It, it looks like it is over 300 words. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Bullet it, that will be better. But what yeah. I'm saying is that do the research, let her know why you want to see this particular story on CBS. Absolutely. And it, it makes it a little bit harder too,
2: because sometimes I have to reach out to uh publicists and say like, Hey, can you provide me a picture? Hey, can you tell me a little bit more about this? Hey, can I have the uh, social media for this person? Like this is work that you should be providing to me because it's kind of a negative, it gives a negative vibe. Like, well, why am I doing this? Like I'm, You know, like that's that's not my job. My job is to tell the story. Your job is to pitch it to me, but you're supposed to pitch it correctly. Um, So, yeah, that that's been difficult as well. But I mean, it's also been a learning experience, like I've said, where I can actually tell, you know, the person, hey, this is what I do. This is what I need from you. So in the future, let's make sure (laughs) you send all that to me and I will get it up as quickly as I can. So
1: good. that is good. So, tell us about the type of information. So say someone like uh, Dr. Kimberly, I think she has like a story. She has like mm-hmm. a long uh, article I think that she wants to really pitch. do okay. you do, should she pitch the story, the article that she's written, or would you rather have re re how do you say, it, give the 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 bullet points and then you write it? Or would you like the story whole or would you like it in a press kit? And so we can kind of talk about press kits too, as well, what their purpose
2: is. Okay. Honestly, um, I mean, it, it's a little bit of both and it depends on the story. Um, so when I say to people, less is not always more when it comes to pitching, Um because I need that valuable information. So absolutely do the bullet points. When I open an email, I do not want to have to scroll so far to where I'm like overwhelmed with content. You know what I mean? Um, So definitely the who, the what, the where, the why, um, did I say when? Who, what, where, when, why? Yes, okay. Um, I was just making sure <laughs> covered all my bases. Um, make sure you have photos included. Like I said, make sure you have links. Um, give a brief summary, maybe not even five sentences. If you can't tell me in in less than a paragraph what what this is about, you might want to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Right. You know that I'm, I'm trying to be super real and super um, Gravity transparent, you know, like it's, it's a, I see a lot of information all day, every day. So it's like, you know, don't, don't send so much in the, in the pitch, but if you provide me with the necessary things that I need, like I said, the links, the pictures, because this is a digital world, yes. we need engaging photos. Don't just send I, me a logo.
1: High resolution photos.
2: Yes. Don't just send me a logo and, um, you know, send me photos that can actually help the story, enhance the story. Um, If you're sending a um, B roll, hit shot. If you're seeing a headshot send other photos that can accompany the story we usually only use headshots when someone has been named as like a vice president if they've been you know given a promotion xyz but if this is something about you know our organization you should have photos of the community you know you giving back to the community if you don't that's the first thing that you need um even if you send me videos I can usually use those or usually put those embed them into the story. Oh, um, and as far as you said, like press kits, uh, press kits, I call them the resume for your brand. There you go. I you love know? that. They're, they're <laughs> literally the resume for your brand. Um, go, that. <laughs> yeah. When you go to a job interview, what do you do? You give them your resume to tell you everything, tell them everything about you and what you've done thus far. It's the same thing with your electronic press kit it should have everything in there: photos background information bio um why this is important um social media who can i get in contact with it should have all of that in
1: one stop so oh goodness make it what I what i call make it so idiot proof so that whoever has it will have <laughs> no questions I don't have to ask any stupid questions. <laughs> it it's- idiot proof. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Is this you how a- that. That's mm-hmm.
2: good.
1: Oh, I say that all the time. Is it idiot proof? Because I'm telling yeah. you, there will be someone back there and says, Well, what about mm-hmm. no, no, there's nothing you have to ask. There's no, nothing all in so there.
2: Even still, that's something that I can link back to you. I always call it the circle of digital. You always want to keep somebody um more interested in your story than clicking on something else. So if I keep giving them information that they can link to, um, if I give them for more information, click here, and it's your EPK, then once you click to your EPK, please make sure that it's hyperlinked because then people can go to your website. They can go to your social media. They can go to your podcast. Yes. Yes. That's literally, it's a circle of digital, and then you never know what type of relationship that might form or what type of business that might form for you.
1: So if people want to get in touch with you to do an EPK, we call it electronic press kit. We're in a new world, so you do need one. It is a resume for your brand, according to (laughs) Bria. How do they get that, and where do they go? So they can go
2: to my website, which is Enterprises.com. That's B-R-I-A with an I uh, brown you can either go to the actual EPK by BBE page or you can go to the contact page but
1: both of those have all the information that you need on there cool cool I love it I love it so that is one of the main tools that you have it just makes mm-hmm. you stand out from the rest when you actually mm-hmm. have those professional tools Absolutely. And, now, and then the websites so the websites that you do for people because if someone's going to pitch you for a story one of the first things you're going to do is probably check them out and then you Mm -hmm. look at their website Mm -hmm. and so because you've been seeing these websites that were looking a little shaky uh you're now getting into the part where you put their their
2: weapons i thought i was done with learning things but i'm forever a student um so i'm definitely learning how to do web development i'm learning how to literally start from an idea and uh work out every kink to it's, it's so much, even to coding, and it's it's just a world of knowledge, um, and it's something that I definitely think will be handy um, in the future for Brea Brown Enterprises, because I can not only offer you an EPK, but then all your branding is the same, because then they can go to your website. Once right. they're done with your website, then they can go to your social media. Then,
1: you like I said, it's the circle of digital. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I call that um, the ready, set, go speak system. So I have mm-hmm. the membership community that really sends people through the different, different phases. So the ready phase, just really understanding your brand. What is that mm-hmm. about? So if I would say Bea Brown, I know what her brand is about. She's set still with mm-hmm. herself and understand what her brand is, what it is, how she wants to present it to the world. The set phase is really just more or less like really pulling together all of the the materials, the the writing, the websites, all the things you, you're setting. You're you're making sure that so by the time you get to the go phase, when you are actually out there pitching, you have all your materials. If they say I need a bio, I need a photo, I need a video, you got it. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't to scramble. And then when it says ready, set, go, speak. Now you're out there. You're actually doing your messaging. You're doing your your sound bites. You're you're actually continually going on platforms and places mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. So it's just like. But the, the bulk of the time is really in that ready in the set phase because sure you understand what it is mm-hmm. that you want to communicate and then pulling the materials together. Yeah. So a part of a website that you're going to be doing is really the writing, which you probably did for the EPK anyway. So I can see how that goes hand in hand. It but really a, big, a big piece to
2: that, too, is before you even do any of that, you have to know your why. Yes. You have to know your story because if it doesn't make sense to you, trust me, it's not going to make sense to your audience. It's not going to make sense to people that you're trying to pitch. It's not going to make sense to um, any anybody really. Um, so you definitely have to know your story. And that's something that's, like I said, constantly evolving for me. Even now, um, working on my own brand and realizing that, Prior to now, because my website, while it's up, it's under construction, um, realizing that when I launched it, it was all about me. Yes, it was Brea Brown Enterprises, but it was all about me. I was the focal point. But now, um, after, like I've said, been doing research, been doing so many things and just really seeing things with my own job, now I'm pushing forth. I'm your personal digital producer. I love it. Everyone has a story. Here's mine. Mm. You know, I've done I've worked in every part of the newsroom that you can think of. So therefore, I know what the news stations are looking for. I know what digital producers are looking for. I know what you need when you want to pitch something to a news station. Let me help you authentically tell your story. Mm-hmm. Do you know what your story is? If you mm-hmm. don't know what your story is, you
1: got to figure it out because that's it out. Starts. that's mm-hmm. the foundation. Your story is your foundation. That is it. So the last question. So this this was titled "How to Be a Disruptive Storyteller." So from your <laughs> viewpoint, I guess you would say, how can someone be? Because it's such a noisy world. I mean, like we got especially Clubhouse. now. Yeah, we got Clubhouse now. We have Instagram. We've mm-hmm. got Instagram video. You've got Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, it's just like so much and then of course there's continual there's blogging there's video blogging there's periscope there's just so much so how can someone be a disruptive storyteller and break through the noise so that they are heard and seen and get out there well first and foremost you should not be
2: focused on the likes i think that's where people Ooh, focus on
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, you definitely have to focus on your story and people can tell uh, originality and they can tell authenticity from being fake. Yeah. Don't try and be somebody else when you're telling your story or when you're making this persona on social media. Be yourself. Um, even with reporters, there is, um, I know everyone knows like a reporter voice. Yeah, You don't have to People do walking. that. Like, yeah. over, like know, a, well a do? voice. Yeah, like don't try yeah. and be Rhonda Walker, although she is amazing. She's a wonderful influence. Be yourself. Tell your own story. Um, Like I said, do not focus on the likes. Someone sees it. Trust me, just because they're not liking it doesn't mean that they don't see it. And a lot of times, too, um, even for me, I know that I've, I've found out that I've made the most impact on social media out of state it's people that I don't even know that I've been able to connect to because of social media, because of my story. And business has come from that because they resonated with my story because it was mine and because it was real. It wasn't Rhonda Walker's story. It wasn't Pam Perry's story. It wasn't whoever the newest influencer is story. Like it was mine and I owned it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would definitely say do not focus on the likes. If you don't know what your story is, why do you do what you do? What makes you you? Mm-hmm. Why should people come to you instead of going to others? What can you provide to me that this person cannot? Yes, this is a you know, everyone is doing everything now, but you bring something different to the table. What is that difference?
1: What is your why? What is your purpose? And what does your brand stand for? How do you want to position it? Those are questions to really sit in what I call that ready phase before Mm -hmm. you try to launch out there to really understand what makes you unique. We used to call Mm -hmm. it your USP. What is your unique sales proposition? Yeah, it really is because it is something unique. You have your own finger finger imprint and Mm -hmm. that's that's it. And, And once you know that you can leverage that, Absolutely. And it could be something that you think is like, oh, my goodness, that's a terrible thing. I don't really want to reveal that. Well, the terrible thing that you think is like you don't want to reveal could be the main thing that sets you apart. I give right. an example of um, a client that her name, her name was Bonnie St. John. Mm-hmm. And she um, lost her leg when she was a child. And so she had a, 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 a um, what do you call it? Leg where it's a um, pair I can't think Paraplegic, of
2: the name. Paraplegic, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
1: it was like the one leg where she had and she actually, you know, but a lot mm-hmm. of times she, when she speaks, she would wear a skirt and she would wear, she would not wear the, the, the leg that um prosthetic that's what it goes she would not wear the prosthetic; she would You're just right. come oh, out no. without it and people <laughs> we were like oh my goodness she doesn't have like the prosthetic you know it's like i can really see the it's like a a, the, the, a metal part of her leg mm-hmm. and that was really what made her unique and that is actually the thing that put her in O magazine mm-hmm. the thing that she was that maybe she the wanted
2: to talk so about, about is yeah absolutely Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, I think people just need to focus on, like you said, building their digital footprint, because mm-hmm. then people people love to see growth. Yes. So yes. if they see you started in 2016 to where you are now, everything doesn't have to be perfect. Just start. Yes. Oh, it's so good. it's so cliche
1: start the podcast you, just started.
2: you know you may not have everything you need but you have your purpose and that's enough you have your dream and that's enough
1: when my, when you have I, the internet that's enough <laughs> you know? my first uh, video podcast and you see how we are right now it's close-up face mm-hmm. oh, but we're both sitting back a little bit mm-hmm. and before when i did it our faces were it was so close It was like this <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying, I couldn't figure out how to
1: pull it back. But yeah, now I can, but that was growth,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, people love the growth, and that shows a testament to them. You never know who you're um, inspiring by just going. Yeah, so definitely, um, just focus on your digital footprint. Just focus on your story. Focus on being authentic, and focus on resonating with your audience. That's it. all. I love
1: it. So, Rita Brown, thank you for being a disruptive storyteller. That's what you do. That's what you have been doing your entire career. I can't <laughs> wait to see what your next phase is going to be about. Oh, it's uh, going to <laughs> be good, Pam. Don't worry. It's going to be good. <laughs> She started out out in a big market at a big station. So she's going to be running things for sure. So you keep your eye on Bria J. Brown, okay? (laughs) With that, thank you so much. I know you got to get to your next story. So thank you so much for joining. Get out there, get known. Please like, share, and subscribe to us in iHeartRadio, in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're even on YouTube. So if you want to see how cute Bria is, you can just check us out there (laughs) as well. (laughs) All no. right. Thanks, Alabria. And we will talk to you soon. God bless Thank you so much.
0: You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by Pam where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to pamperrypr.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch in order to be considered in media places or superstar stages. Pamperrypr.com, where we help you shine like a superstar.